Welcome to Minivan Men. We got a great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about swimming and your kids swimming. We're going to be answering a question from one of our listeners about the first time we found out that our wives were pregnant. Uh, but before we get into that, I got to tell you guys about this tree that I had to chop down for my backyard. Stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. Hey, welcome to Minivan Men. We're doing a special episode as Los Angeles is scorching hot. And uh, the little back office uh, where we usually uh, record this is hot. Is, is really hot. So we're outdoors. So you're going to hear kids. You're going to hear uh, people cheering at the field. Because there's some sort of, yeah, sports field next to us. Sports right? field next to us. So if you hear somebody cheer, that means somebody just scored maybe a home run or someone scored <laughs> yeah, a goal. Somebody- and I just noticed you you took down a huge tree back there. Yeah, our tree, we had a tree in the back that was supposed to be an avocado tree. And it didn't give us any avocados for a couple of years. And then our uh, our gardener said, um, <laughs> I think, no, he said, I think your uh, your tree has, uh, has, has been uh, infected or infested or whatever. So he said, you either take this down or it's going to fall on your back office. And child. So, and your child. Well, at least it would have made the place cooler. It would have made the place cooler. That's right. <laughs> and uh, it would have made the child. Uh, the that was a large tree. Cause we, that was, uh, that was almost weird thing. when I went back here. I was like, I've never seen that wall. Or, or When something. did that happen? That happened a while ago. You know, it's, it's one of those things, and this was not the topic we're going to get into, but we can get into it because it's one of those things where you, when you have a home and unexpected guys. things, just unexpected things happening. Now, how, who who found the tree guy? Your gardener come in and do it. Gardner recommended Gardner. First of all, Gardner, Kick you know, back. Gardner does some you know some cheap you know cheap work. And sure. I was like, hey, why don't you guys come in and do this? And uh, and he goes, yeah. And then they it's came and then, he, and then and then they came and looked at it. And they're like, oh no, you need a tree guy. Yeah. So then I called the, yeah. Then I called the tree guy. And then they oh then we first called the official tree guy. And this is kind of like <laughs> this is kind of like. Um, when you first try to get a nanny, people go, look, you can either get a nanny from Myra the Nanny Pimp. Right. Or you could go to, you know, Nanny Incorporated. Right. Where you're they paying have payroll taxes and you're, you're pay- doing it right. Exactly. And these are like people that went to like nanny college. Right. I never like to do anything right. Everything in my house is done under the table. Oh, There's why, back why would there be a Craigslist? Alley Craigslist. dealings. Yeah, that's going on. So you had one tree guy come out. We had, we had the first tree guy come out who was the legit tree guy. Right. He came from Pasadena. Yeah, that's and that's like that's like an hour away. He's like, oh, we'll be there. We will be there with our, you know, with our meters, and we will be checking to make sure that it's infected first. And and they call me up. They're like, yeah, you. Well, of course, we can come down and we will chop it down for you. And da da da. I'm like, oh, how much? And it was something, something crazy. It was like three thousand, three thousand or something. It was like a few thousand. It was a few thousand dollars. I'm like. I've talked about trees in my just recently, so that's why I'm very interested by this. All right, let me explain everything. There's a river that divides Los Angeles, and uh, <laughs> there's rich people live on one side, and then uh, not as rich people live on the other side, and it's west versus east L.A. sort of. And Maz lives in an area where he's going to get gouged for everything. Um, every service person that comes to this home. I'm not saying this home is it's a very nice home, but dollar signs go off in service people's heads when they drive through these streets because they know, and for schools, it's true for everything. Their gas costs more, their schools cost more, uh, their groceries cost more. Everything is higher on the west side of Los Angeles. So when a, tree, when a tree guy comes, 
The tree guy, your tree price is not my tree price. No, but that's what. But see, no, but but there's also you're ta- there's there's multiple factors. There's the location, but there's also who do you go to. I called the tree guy. That you're right. That that, that if I were in Beverly Hills, I'd be like, hey, uh, I'd be like, uh, you know, William, call you my guys, butler. They, no, this major. Like, call the tree guy. Yeah, and yeah. The, the tree guy would come, and I wouldn't care. I'd be like, just do it. Because once I heard that price, I was like, ah. Uh-uh. So then I called the gardener back. I go, hey, you got a tree guy that can come and do the tree thing? And he's like, yeah. He called me up. I called the guy. How much? What was come? his price? It was like five hundred bucks or something. He's like, All right, come that's in. closer. How tall was the tree? Tall. It was a big tree. Like, it was a serious. It was like we're talking thirty, forty feet. Like taller than that tree right there. Oh yeah, that that's nothing. Yeah, it was like it yeah, was, this is a big, it was. It was a big tree. So that's when the guy said a few hundred bucks. It was like. That makes sense. Well, you're right in that that being, uh, like, what what the bigger picture is, is that tree tree problem, unexpected tree problem. This is going to fall, and it's going to crush your garage that you just had refinished. It's like, it's all of the house maintenance. That's where you start thinking, if I was renting, I would not have to deal with this. There's two things with that, though. Uh, did you guys buy the house, the home, home, homeowner's warranty when you bought your house? Did yeah, you I got everyone. You you're, do that? Well, everyone. No, I didn't buy that protection plan, but everyone has homeowner's insurance. Yeah, no, 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 no homeowner's insurance. When, when we bought our house, the, the real estate agent was like, what you get is you get a home warranty, uh, homeowner's, not, yeah, not the home homeowner's insurance, home, home warranty. warranty. So all of your appliances, if they break, you're going to pay $500 for the year. If something breaks, they will. you call them up. They will send out a repair person, and for like a $50 copayment, they'll fix it for that's you. That's such a scam because there's a deductible that goes along with that that's not even well, no, worth the, it. Here's where the scam comes in. So I did that for a little bit, and it was working fine. I had uh, the, the other house we had, the garage door kept breaking. The guy would come out for 50 bucks, fix it. Something happened with the plumbing, come out, fix it. Well, we came into this house, and the guy that sold us his house had kind of like, you know, he'd done nicer Nicer shower heads, right. you know, nicer toilet. Sure. And so I got the guy, I'm like, hey, my shower head has a leak. Can you come out and fix it? They come out, they're like, and this is one of those big square shower heads, you know, like seven yeah, inches. Yeah, like you're standing on a waterfall. Rain, exactly, waterfall shower head. The guy comes out, <laughs> this warranty place comes out. They go, oh, well, you know, our policy, if you've read it, covers just the standard shower head. I'm like, so you're going to take a little dinky shower head and you're gonna put it where my waterfall, waterfall shower waterfall head is. Went, the stainless steel uh, waterfall. Yeah, and they're like, uh, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I go, what? What's the options? And they go, well, you know, you can. Uh, we'll give you the price difference for a, a dinky shower head, and you go out and buy your own shower head. So I was all right. So I get the hundred bucks they give me for this thing, and I, I'm not kidding. I went to there was a hardware store in West Hollywood. Talk about expensive places, because there's a lot of guys designing, you know, nice right. houses. Um, uh, and so I went to West Hollywood, uh, the, far, the, the, the hardware store. The dude opened up the catalog. He's like, here's the shower heads. There was like shower heads for $12,000. Yeah. I'm like, what? Dude, I go to Home Depot and there's still like, you can look at some of the, because uh, I had to buy a faucet for our do we, we, a kitchen sink, a faucet, and you look at all those options. Yeah. There's some really expensive faucets out there yeah. and shower heads it's ridiculous and so what you end up doing what i ended up doing i was like all right man you got any goop <laughs> like just like glue like little goop you fixed it I, I took i took five bucks i got the goop i got the shower head i dried it out i put the goop around the leak put it back up and it worked for like i don't know 10 days yeah at least it, it lasted for a while and then i was <laughs> like and, then the, and the next thing i thought the next thing i'm not kidding next thing i thought i was like all right because this guy that he you know he'd done a nice shower this guy there, there's three shower heads in the shower 
So I was like, well, we're not going to be using that shower head anymore. Yeah, turn on the other ones. We're going to be using these shower heads until it's time to sell the house. And then in the negotiation, I'll be like, look, man. Have you seen that shower head now? Because we just were staying at a hotel and they had this where they have one jet for your head. Then they got another jet that shoots out of your chest. Oh, yeah. Then they got another like a ball genital shower head that you can get in there. And then they have one coming up from underneath. They have four heads all shooting out at you. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. That's really nice. Does your wife go to? Do you guys go to hotel? Does your wife ever go to a hotel and be like, "Oh, I like this, this," and then like start like start talking about wanting to buy the things that are in that hotel? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then we I put the sheets in the bag. The sheets in the bag. Put the sheets in the bag. Take out the old sheets. It's true. Dream bed, huh? <laughs> and you just take it all. I've fallen victim. There's a place in Napa. We went years ago. It's called Los... Los, Los God, Los. we sound so bougie. No, listen, no. It's called Carneros <laughs> Inn. Los Carneros Inn. It was really cool. And you go in and it was like so nicely done. And that's the thing is your head is always... Uh, you, you think, oh, yeah, we could do this. But then you like you, as soon as you start getting the prices, yeah, no, you're like, "This you. is gonna cost me fifty grand." I'm I don't like, do Screw anything it. like that. See, people show up to my neighborhood, and I said, "Okay, I understand that's your price, but what's the?" E- I live in a community called Eagle Rock, out near the Rose Bowl, Northeast LA, and I say, "Well, what's the Eagle Rock price?" Because <laughs> I'm not gonna pay the full price. And then the tree guy—it's so funny—the tree guy came by, and he was doing my neighbor's trees. We had these big. Trees. Everybody has an avocado tree in my neighborhood because there used to be an avocado orchard. So every single one of my neighbors has a tree. So my neighbor was getting his done. Mine's got some dying stuff on top of it. So tree guy came over. And I said, okay, I want this almond tree trimmed. And I got this tree and this tree and this tree. And he, and he goes, how much? You know, I said, how much? And he looked at me and he said, 800. And I said, George, it was nice talking to you. Like that, I yeah, go, you walked away. I'm gonna, and I did the walk away. I go, see you later. And he goes, oh, it came right back. And he goes to me, so if you're negotiating for anything, and I just help a friend buy a car, if you don't do the walk away, you're not doing yourself a Mm-mm. service when negotiating. Like you got to do the walk away. And then he came back with 500. And I said, George, why do you try to take $300 from me? Like now I don't trust you. <laughs> so we're gonna have to. I need. I need a little more off. <laughs> because now uh-huh. I think you're trying to rob me with the five hundred dollars. So I'm the worst. I was. What, I learned from my what'd dad. What'd you get it for? What's that? What'd I didn't even do it. And he came back around again. He drives by and he said, listen. I'll pay you fifty dollars. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, you want to tell? You want to honestly? I'll tell you how much I did it for. Yeah, I did it for forty dollars because I found a gardener from across the street oh, yeah. named Armando, and I pulled him over and I said, Armando, and I was slipping him my side money and stuff like that. I said. How much did you trim this almond tree and this whole back trees and everything like that? And he said, 25. And I said, I'm going to give you 40. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and I gave him 40 bucks, not knowing, I mean, and we've done 10 minutes on trees. Yeah. But it also is negotiating and all of the crap that comes up with your home. Don't ever, ever, ever go with the first deal. Get five quotes for everything if you can and if you have the time. Do your research for sure. You got to do research. You got to look people in the eye and know that everything is negotiable unless they're with these huge corporations. But if it's just a guy in a truck, start. Even when they're with a huge corporation, sometimes they'll go, look. Yeah. After seven, I oh, can yeah. come back yes. and do the rugs for $80. Now, the, yeah. all those guys will come on the weekend. That's yeah. another thing. So Cable you, guy, plumbers. I've had, the, I've had all that stuff. 
Cable guy's tough. They really can't do that anymore because the direct TV has like the signals and everything. Like cable, when the cable went digital. No, but if you need like getting... other kinds of not, not, not he, he's not going to go wire you to the neighbor's house, but right. he'll come in and be like, hey man, if you need me to like whatever, fix the wiring and get like, oh, you, you should you should get speakers here. And he'll come in on the side on the weekend yeah. and make extra money doing that. But just don't take anything at face value. I mean, that's what I would, and, and really walk away and attempt to negotiate everything. I just hate the fact, here's the problem I have, is I wish, I wish, I mean, look, throughout my life, I've met a lot of people. I wish I had a way of uh, categorizing everyone and their, and their field of expertise so I could just be like, hey, Chris, washing machine broke. What should I be doing? Who should I call? And you go, boom, this is the guy. I thought I was that guy. You, <laughs> that, was an that was an example. I mean, but, because the washing machine is actually kind of on the uh, on the Fritz, Fritz, on the Ritz, Fritz, Fritz, Fritz. Fritz. English language, second language. I was born in Iran. English <laughs> on the Fritz. Uh, English. Ru- the washing machine is on the Fritz, and now I'm like, I gotta go and call Kenmore or whoever. Yeah, yeah, it is. the Sears guy. The Sears guy. Those are those are handy warranties. I actually like a Sears warranty. Because um, do you have a warranty on? I don't know if I got a warranty on it. We bought the house three years ago. Would I still have a warranty on it? They might check unless uh, they call up Sears and the Kenmore people. They're really good. I I like, yeah, I like them a lot. Isn't that the best feeling in the world when you find out you had a warranty on something? Oh, yeah, I'm getting a new one? Until when? December? Oh, perfect. Oh, there's rocks. Oh, there's a cat coming out. Do you know this cat? No, I don't know. Outdoors, ladies and gentlemen. We're outdoors. Listen, we're going to come back with more uh, minivan men. And cutting trees. <laughs> no, we're not going to come back with more. No more cutting trees. trees. We're done with the cutting trees. We'll come back with another topic. Stay tuned. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Spencer, and we want you to join our fan page on Facebook. It's Minivan Men. And if you want the direct link, go to our website, minivanmen.com. Hey, welcome back to the Minivan Men with Maz Jobrani, Chris Spencer, Al Madrigal. We are outside today. The little buzzing you hear is not because we're cold in, in, our, in electric blankets. There's a, a wire. There's a transformer. A pole. What is it? A transformer? Or there's a... Shia LaBeouf yeah. is next door. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a buzzing sound because... Oh, the lights. The field lights. Oh, is it the field lights? Yeah. Okay, I thought we were going to be like something's going to explode or something. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is what you get outdoors. This is how we roll. We're the minivan men. I like this. We don't have air conditioning it's much cooler. in it's the how office. We roll. We're <laughs> actually air conditioning we, in Beverly Hills. We're too warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how we roll. It's, a, it's sort of a wimpy thing. It's like it was too hot in the garage. Yeah. It was. There's no, there's no built-in air conditioning. What am I supposed to do? So yeah, how could you not? How could you have six nannies and no air conditioner in the garage? I don't know, man. I, I usually I used to put them in there, and let them cook. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, it's like Guatemala, isn't it? <laughs> Speaking of the heat, um, you had your first what? You had a swim lesson? Or? Yeah, yeah. So the swimming zone. No, I've had the, I've had my son go swimming now uh, for about since a year. Since he was a baby. Yes, yeah, it's like but he's now three. Since he was like probably a little under two, he was going to swim classes. It was amazing. His babies, kids love. I mean, he was a little nervous at first, but once he got over, it, he loved it. And he would be, he would he would jump off. See, there's the cops right there. He would jump off. We're in South Central Beverly Hills, ladies and gentlemen. He would jump off of the, um, jump the into the side, pool. Yeah. Jump off the side, just like, woo, just yeah. like daredevil, everything. A little while ago, while he was doing his lessons, 
he got a little water in his, in his, you know, drank a little water. We went to all that mommy and me stuff. We went to the Pasadena Rose Bowl, and it was jumping off the side. He goes, motorboat, motorboat, move so slow. Like that. You yeah. Know? And then you speed them up, and you bring when they're babies. And then they, go ahead, I'm sorry. And then they grow, bring. and then they get a little older. Yep. Get a little and older. the fear, if they, if one, just they learn one, about fear. Learn about fear. It's just one thing happens, you know, just like one shark attack, and you're not going back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I mean, I'm telling you, this kid, he was like, I was, I sort of got, the teacher at one point was like, oh, he's going to be a surfer. I was like, my kid is badass. I was like, look at this kid. And now my kid's like, I don't want to go in that boat. I'm like, what happened to you? Was there a gap between the last time he swam? It wasn't a long enough gap. What it was, I think it was just the thing of the water. A couple times he swallowed water. Right. And then he just, it's now in his subconscious, especially when he's at that pool. Because when he's with me, he still does his swimming. But when we go to that pool, he starts freaking out. And then the freak out today, here's the thing as a parent that I wanted to ask you guys about because you guys' kids are older. And uh, my kid was crying in the pool, and I was trying to not go over and grab him from the teacher, let the teacher handle it, let my kid get through it. And he's like, I want to get out. And the teacher's like, calm down. And he was screaming. I was like, And I'm like, buddy, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'm like, all right, just encourage him, encourage him, encourage him. And eventually he got so worked up that he threw up on the teacher. I was like, he swallowed right. water though, and there's all pool water. He swallowed out? water, but I think it was like he could have been fine with that. Like if he hadn't started freaking out, that he wouldn't have puked. Yeah, but once Wait, he, what did it look like? It was just white and gooey, and uh. I was like, once once that happened, I was like, all right, kid. Let, I took him and I grabbed. Yeah, once him. you puke, yeah, it's good. So were you, you about to examine the puke? What if it was a different color? No, I'm just saying. What was he eating? Was it bile? <laughs> oh, or was okay. It, like all of a sudden, was it, it was stuff. It was I mean, green. Was smoothies. I mean, what, what, I don't know what he had for breakfast. You, it was like we've talked about this time, but that one time in 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 uh, in San Diego when he threw up red, and I realized, oh, he had beet juice. Right. Yeah, yeah. What was the? That's why I asked. Yeah, but this time it was white, so I don't know what he had. I don't know if it was like bread. How about milk? But it might have been milk. It was funny because because the, the teacher too. She was like, the teacher was like, "Come on, buddy, come on." This she's like, "Ugh." This she's like, this she started. Was she just a little bit? It was a good amount. Like Did they have to clean out, clear out the whole pool. No, no, she just took the 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 thing and she. Remember put those it on days? The, some kid would no, it the pool. still happens. That happened to the Rose Bowl a couple of times when there's uh, the vomit. I'm not sure what kind of pool you go to, but usually they they she just clean them right out. She just washed. She just moved All it right, right over to the side and it went and it went down the drain, man. It's yeah, all right. It's no, all but right. it's funny that your kid okay. was. Was like very excited, no fear, daredevil the first time. That's how my daughter was. She was like, what's his name, Phelps? What's his first name? Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps yeah. She's like Michael Phelps. Then she got older and she became like a uh, black R&B singer who just got her hair done. Aretha Franklin. That's how afraid she was oh, to get yeah, in the pool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, black women don't go swimming. No, right. same thing they do, with- their heads are above the water. Like- <laughs> <laughs> but the same thing happened with Lorenzo. My son was in there loving it. Motorboat, motorboat, move so fast, and then hated it. And we would torture him and just make him go back over and over and over again until he really knew how to swim because it's a safety issue for your kid to know how to swim. Yeah. They, they, and I was, I, re, I think I was eight or nine years old when my Uncle Bomb threw me in the deep end in all the stuff I wasn't like, and just picked me up, threw me in. I remember just having this weird moment where I just was at the bottom. Well, I hate you, Uncle Bob. So who came Thank to get you. you? No, I swam up. Oh. But I yeah, stayed down there. That was the old there. school way. There was no swimming lessons. You actually got swimming lessons after you got thrown in the pool. Is that what happened to you? 
Well, no, I I, know, I don't think I ever got swimming. I was a city kid. I was born and raised in San Francisco, and there was no swimming. Uh, so I would go down to my cousin's place, but I my parents wanted me to know how to swim. But I would just swim occasionally. But um, I I wasn't. I'm not still to this day. I'm not the strongest. I feel like Martin Short in that synchronized. I'm not the strongest. Oh yeah, swimmer. I'm not the, I'm not uh, the best swimmer. <laughs> I'm not the best swimmer. But I am. I'm but you're okay. not going to drown at a party. No, no, no. I go and I, I swim. I swim with the kids, and we just go. But um, my son, and now my son just took surf camp at um, in Santa Monica. So he actually went. And he was out in the ocean. But he was a kid that was really terrified. And then to make matters worse, he was afraid of swimming and afraid of the ocean. And we went to Mexico, and they had a jellyfish infestation, oh, no. and jellyfish stung the crap out of him uh. when he was in there. So it just made it just wow. ten times worse. So here's a kid who's like, it's okay, the ocean's fine. <laughs> ah, and a woman comes out screaming, like attacked, and surrounded by jellyfish. Of water. Yeah. Hilarious. Anyway, exactly. No, it was really tough and now we just got just got him to the point where he's nine years old where he's back in the ocean you know i think a lot of it is is you got to make it fun for them like i had i had this past weekend i was trying to teach him because i've learned the techniques on what you get the main it's just three main things blow bubbles keep your head down and kick that's it it's that simple so i learned i've learned ways to like this this weekend um he didn't want to do a lot of this stuff and i was like come on buddy and then and i was like just put your head down and it was the cutest thing because you forget they're so young because see we're we're idiots and we want our kids to just succeed no matter right. what and you forget the kids three years old so he was like so i would go back a little bit and i was like come on jump to daddy and he was like okay okay just little bit <laughs> and he was just trying to say don't go too far you right. know i was like all right buddy just little bit you know and it just breaks your heart and he gets you got so close where you were just touching. Like, no, no, I actually no, I didn't get that close. But I was just like, I, I, you know, I got close enough. And then of course, what happens is once he jumps in, I go back. I don't right. let him get of to course. me, and he just keeps. And then you see him; he, he just does it. Do they call it doggy kitty? Do they say that? Doggy There's no end on doggy kitty. kitty. No, they, they make you guys do that. that was doggy I just kitty. remember all that stuff. I was there, you know, because my job was working at night primarily, especially when they were that little, and I was so mostly doing just stand up. I would go to all these classes during the day. And be in the pool. So it was me and all these moms. I was checking out the moms. Dude. Uh, yeah. There's I some had hot that, moms, huh? Yeah, I had that one time where I was with the kid. <laughs> I was with the boy doing the swimming, and there was a mom, like, had her boob out breastfeeding. Sure. And I was like, and, and I was like, uh, you know, I felt like in I, was the one pool? Of, I was one of the ladies. No, she wasn't what in the pool. Gross pool. Was, 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 <laughs> all kinds of fluids. She was in the pool, just mixing it in. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then nice. the chick comes and scoops it out. Right, right. No, man. So I, I, you know, take your kids swimming, teach them, teach them to swim, make them happy. Well, make just them also and don't let them. I think that also again, in bigger picture is is that you have to constantly sort of insist that you get your way in certain things. Because let's say the kid didn't want to swim and some mom or dads, and we've seen plenty of these parents, are always saying, oh, whatever the kid wants and stuff like that. Oh, you don't, she doesn't really like it. But swimming is one of those things that you should just be forced to do. And I think you need to force your kids to do more crap. It's like the people that don't talk. Uh, they, they they talk too much for their kids. You know, we, we've talked about this before. Oh, it's people. like the same thing. Right. It's like you're just going to give in constantly and cater to them in all ways. No, you shouldn't do that or you end up with like real jerks that end up manipulating you because they see that they can just get away with whatever they want. So if he starts putting up a, a fit, you know, and, and find, doesn't want to go swimming ever again and you never go back. Oh, no, no, I'm going back. No, no, I'm just saying like, if, you say, if you do. 
then what is that saying? That I can just throw a fit. Oh, yeah. And I never have to do what I don't want to do. And no, so then they're just back. throwing fits all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't want that kid because that kid sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Return the kid. <laughs> Return the kid. Your kids both swim? Both swim. Uh, like I said, my daughter was weird for a while, but my son... He's a daredevil. He don't. He don't care. He'll jump off that roof. What's on the his stereotype head. with black people not swimming? Why yeah, is, what that? is that? Hair. Is it the hair really? Hair and slavery. Hair and slavery. <laughs> <laughs> when the ships came out, we got thrown into the water. <laughs> They're like, you know what? We ain't getting back in the water unless we have to. That's hilarious. Well, definitely for black women, it was black hair. women is hair. Yeah. It's definitely black women is hair. Uh, black men. What we have just we've had problem with water. Water hoses, oceans. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, right? Always. Well, and also I think it's um I mean maybe it does, it's uh, like historically, I mean it's swimming is something that is also is pretty well it's like golf or it's tennis, like a socioeconomic you know, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. But there's always there's always like pools in the city, like in even in New York City they had like the city pool, people would just go jump in right. it. But even then black people were like, Oh, my hair, I'm not gonna mess with it's it. A lot of hair. You get ashy, you know what ashy is? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Bill Burr has a whole joke on lotion. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, there's a lot of problems that come after you go swimming. Oh, it's mm-hmm. it, it, it makes a lot of sense. I never so, thought of that. There we go. But, right. uh, yeah, it's a good thing that you're forcing him to do it because it's just going to pay off and he'll come around. Six years from now, it'll be great. And two of the teachers are black. Wow. So okay. he's learning. Uh, they have short haircuts. Short hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Hey guys, uh, thank you very much for listening. I uh, just want to tell you quickly about iTunes. Some people have been very nice and given us great uh, comments on there and ratings, but if you have not, please go on there and do that. That'd be great to inspire other people to listen to the Minivan Men podcast, and please also drop us a line. Thank you very much. Hey, we're uh, at that point in the show when we are going to answer a fan question. We're calling it Minivan Fan. Question time with Minivan Fan. Uh, you can send your questions to minivanmen at gmail.com. We got a bunch. This is great. This one's a good one. It's uh, from Adrian. Uh, he says, hey, guys, love the show. Can you each talk about how it felt when you first found out you were going to be fathers? I recently found out myself. I would also appreciate some tips on how to deal with... With a pregnant wife. Chris? I'm trying to figure out where was I at the exact moment she told me. Pregnancy test? We did the pregnancy test. Yeah. Oh, here's funny. So we take the pregnancy test, and she goes, I'm pregnant. And I'm thinking, I've heard, you know, I'm, you know, I'm happy. But you've heard it before. I've heard, heard no. it all before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your sweet talk. Um, so just as a, just as a a-hole, I said, let me see that. So I went in the bathroom with Pete on it <laughs> to see if it really worked. And I wasn't pregnant. She was. So, uh, uh, it was great. It was great. Um, the, my, this is very racial. So one of the best feelings I had is when the, my, you got, who was it? You don't like to be in the, their living room. Nobody. I did. I had to see when, <laughs> when the baby came out. My wife is Spanish, so my biggest fear was like, okay, I'm going to be walking around town with this little Spanish kid, you know what I mean? Oh, it's straight hair. It's straight hair. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. I saw nappy hair coming out of her, ah. a tear hit my eye. I said, I have a young Negro boy. <laughs> True story. True homie. <laughs> True story, girl. How about you, Al? What about you? How- I just say, you know, we got married, and then really, I, I mean, I married on June... 
1st, June 2nd. Ooh, she doesn't listen. She's married on June 2nd. That's my anniversary. And then she, we, Lorenzo was born on June 17th the next year. So really, I mean, it happened quick. Nice. Married and baby right away. So I think it was just very excited, and but the whole thing was overwhelming just if, as far as I was concerned, it's like here, it's just already, you know, we didn't really have that much time. And it's it's sort of ridiculous to say it's not like we were trying, you know, we right. weren't trying. We weren't but preventing. We weren't preventing either. Right. And um, it is fantastic. So I mean, you're married you're, for how long? You're very excited. Married for, I mean, three months wow. before wow. we found well, out we were pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. yeah. I'm pregnant was our proposal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by the way, again, we're outside. That's why we're here. And the police go by. South Central Beverly Hills. And you heard somebody clapping earlier. As nice earlier. as the neighborhood this is, a lot of cops. Was, uh, you know, know, he's on the border of nice neighborhood. And also, we got a, we got a big we, we, the Cedar Sinai. So there's a lot of ambulances going by, right. going oh, right. that way. And and it's a main you know main street. I don't want to start giving my address away, but oh, right on the corner of right Crenshaw and. <laughs> but um, uh, to to our friend there, uh, Adrian, who sent sent the email asking the question you know when i first found out i was very excited but one of the, one of the complaints my wife had throughout the pregnancy was that i wasn't as excited as she would want me to be hilarious like, you know what i'm saying like she was so into it and i would be like yeah and then she would go get the mammogram was it not mammogram what's it called the uh ultrasound ultrasound mammogram. Oh. I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm, I'm blanking here so uh, the ultrasound and we see this little thing. She's like, look at the little thing. And I was like, it just looks like a weird little thing to me. We still have those pictures. I have, uh, there are on, ones on top of my microwave. I know. Yeah. I don't know why. But try to enjoy it and try to give her love because she's going through don't, it. Don't even try. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, man. And if you got to, you know, she just wants some uh, ice cream, you have some ice cream with her. Yeah, sure. Hurt. And then also, I, another, I, I give this advice on a regular basis. Go to the movies and go and have dinner. And sure, you want to save for the baby, but that's not even as important as having your last moments together. Just date. the two of you and date and go out as much as you possibly over. can. Because it's over. Yeah, yes. that goes away. <laughs> and even the people over. with one kid... And another one coming, like you have no idea. Like when it's just one kid, it's so much easier than two. Are you finding that? Because, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we talked about like zone and all that stuff. Yeah, all right. My son's here. That means show's over. Hey. Uh, so that's that's it. Thank you, Adrian, for writing, guys. Make sure to write us again. Uh, we are at minivanmen at gmail.com. Send us your questions and comments, and we will get to yours too. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, Facebook page, and um, again, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the feedback. We can't even scratch the surface of all these questions, but uh, Keith, Frank, uh, Sigurd, uh, Dwayne, uh, Michael Turner, all these people, Chris, um, thank you so much for all, and uh, Miguel, thank you so much for all of the uh, questions and feedback. We love it. All right, take care. We're out. Peace. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.